the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, if you have listened to a Christian comedian and have laughed till your sides hurt, there's a very good chance you have laughed not just at the comedian, but a Martha Bolton joke. Martha Bolton is my guest. She is the author of over 88 books. She's an Emmy nominee, a Dove Award nominee. Uh, She has cooperated on three New York Times best-selling books. She's written for Phyllis Diller, Mike Lowry, Shonda Pierce, Jeff Allen, a number of others. Uh, She has written some incredible screenplays for the folks at Bluegate Musicals. Joy and I have seen all of them. And uh, she and her husband, Russ, have become dear, dear friends. And it is such an incredible privilege to welcome you to the program, Martha. Martha Bolton. Well, it's great to be talking to you, and and I underlined, uh, dear, dear friends, we feel the same about you and your wife. (laughs) And at least, Martha, I remembered this time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The last time I interviewed Martha, I forgot. (laughs) I never forget interviews, and for a dear, dear friend, (laughs) and I am still asking for her forgiveness— now I've got I've got one question right at the top. Uh, uh, how did uh, President Biden come around to ask you to write his speech Tuesday night? Is that true <laughs> that you you wrote his speech? Uh, well, not 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 really. <laughs> <laughs> at, at least at least you're not admi- <laughs> admitting it. No, I was too busy with the with the movie we've got coming out. Well, I <laughs> want to talk about the movie coming up because this this is your first time to be on the big screen, right? With one of your screenplays. This will be fun. Yeah, we're we this is our first, you know, as you know, this is our first musical um there in uh Amish country and it was The Confession based on Beverly Lewis's trilogy and uh, we uh uh, brought it to the stage and uh, just uh, have been, you know, uh, featuring it throughout the years. And it's it's so exciting to to see it filmed and and up on the uh, big screen. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited and just congratulations. But I want my oh, audience. Thanks. I want my audience to get to know Martha Bolton. Martha, just quickly, how in the world? Did you get from church secretary in Southern California to the first female comedy writer for a legend, Bob Hope? Can you walk <laughs> us through that? Because that doesn't happen every day. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and it it came from a disappointment. I had been writing uh, church plays and uh, roasting the pastor, that sort of thing. 
and I I read this book by a, a gentleman who was a writer for the Carol Burnett show, and I I had read it, and we had that in common because I had been writing for Phyllis Diller at that time, and he had written for Phyllis, and uh, I was doing roasting the pastor. That was one of the things I did. And uh, like the Dean Martin roast, and yeah. and uh, that's how he got his start. So I just wrote a nice, nice letter saying we had it in common, how much I enjoyed his book. Well, he invited me down to see a taping of Mama's Family, and he was uh, um, he had been a, a writer for Carol Burnett, and then was the creative consultant on Mama's Family. And then afterwards, uh, he suggested I write a, a, a spec script. For Mama's family, he encouraged me to do that. He, he, I showed him some of my work, and he, uh, he really liked it and was very encouraging. So I didn't have a typewriter that was working at the time for a quarter <laughs> for twenty minutes. I, <laughs> story of my life. Uh, for a quarter for twenty minutes, I went down to the library and and just kept feeding it quarters and and wrote two spec scripts and got, Martha. Got it Martha, do- I've never heard of a rent a typewriter. I've never <laughs> heard of that. <laughs> Well, they had it at the library. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so so I got it to Gene, and then he he loved it, and then he got it to the producer of Mama's Family, and the producer loved it. Called me and said that he was going to call me in the next season uh, to pitch some show ideas and hopefully get a get a storyline. And I was so excited. And what happens? Uh, the show got canceled at that time it, it got picked up later but at that point in time it, it uh, didn't get picked up so my dreams were just dashed i was so close yeah <laughs> but, yeah but then but then uh gene said well um uh, you know would you like to try writing for bob hope and i about dropped the phone i could not believe it so i did some jokes for bob and uh, he got it to bob and one night about eleven thirty at night phone rang and it was bob hope my goodness <laughs> And I, I uh, wrote for him, and then uh, uh, eventually, you know, came on staff as his first woman staff writer. And you became very close to Bob Hope, traveled with him, became very close to he and his family. And uh, what was it, uh, two years ago that you wrote the book about the letters during World War II? Yes, yeah, what, a, um, what an honor that was to, to tell that story. And how, I, how that came about is I had been working on um, a show, but that was a part of it. I had to uh, research some of the letters. And when I was reading these letters from the GIs of World War II to Bob and then his responses back, it was just uh, so incredible. You got you got the why of their relationship. Mm-hmm. You re- yeah. uh, they were so close to him, and he just loved and respected them so much. So we talked to Bob at the time. Uh, I I called him up and asked if he had ever thought about putting them in a book, and they were so close to his heart that he, you know, he said it was a great idea. But I don't think I can do it. You know, he said, uh, you know, for himself to to read through them just, again. Just too personal. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He he, he would choke up on on mm-hmm. the letters. And so he suggested I talk with Linda, his daughter, and so we, uh, I talked with her. We held meetings, and, and uh, st- I started going through the letters and, and uh, you know, working on the book. And so, uh, you know, you get busy on other things, but we, we never forgot about it and, you know, continued to work on it as we could and, and whatnot, and, you know, with all the other projects. And, uh, but then, then Bob passed away. 
And so I didn't know where it stood. And uh, a few years ago, I I got uh, contacted by her. She said, would you like to get back on that book? And I was so excited because I this was a story that needed to be told. Right. And it just it's it's, uh, you know, comes across on the pages, I hope, of how much I I just uh, really respected and loved him. He was such a wonderful boss and such a wonderful human being and patriot and just was there for really anybody who needed him, but especially uh, the GIs. And and that story uh, was one that I wanted to get out there. And won numerous awards, and I again, I, can, oh I, I, I congratulate yes. you on it. What a what a wonderful wonderful work. Well, I want to get you. to the confession. Uh, yes. This is from Beverly Lewis, and uh, right. I did not know it until I was doing a little bit of research for our interview. She has over eighteen million books in print. Beverly Lewis does. I'm sure. I'm sure. Over eighteen million <laughs> books in yeah. print. About Amish fiction. Are you serious? 18 million books about Amish fiction? They're very popular, very popular. And her stories, you know, as you know, are, are just wonderful. So, uh, yeah, we we were just thrilled to be able to bring the confession uh, to the stage in, in a musical. So uh, we're just very happy. And as you know, you know, Beverly was at the opening of our first opening and has been a, a major part of it all all along. And uh, and we're just so thankful that she uh, trusted us with her books and and continues to do so. Wow. Uh, I've got to take a break. Martha, you know the nature of radio. Uh, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. We're talking with Martha Bolton. Uh, she has written the screenplay for a brand new movie coming to theaters on February 20th. It's The Confession. And you need to start getting your tickets now. It's coming to theaters all over America on February 20th. We'll pick up the conversation when we return. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. We're talking with Martha Bolton, prolific author, uh, has won so many awards and accolades in her career, and yet just a sweet lover of Jesus. She and her husband are just two precious, precious friends. Uh, Martha, uh, I've asked you before, uh, Joy and I were sitting next to you for one of the uh, musicals up at Sugar Creek. And I remember asking you, what's it like to see your characters come to life on stage? Is it different to see one of your works take place on the big screen? It, is it was it a different experience for you? Well, it it uh, this particular film, uh, they're Beverly Lewis's characters. I I added humor and and uh, you know some other things through it, but. Uh, it's amazing, though, to see how you envision them uh, both on the stage and then in, and then on the uh, on the uh, screen is just so exciting. And it's a, 
it's a bigger production than than uh, we were doing in the theaters. There's right. more actors, is so it's a bigger production, and and that you know you just feel like you're uh, uh, you're on Broadway. <laughs> you yeah, because oh, it's I'm, just I'm sure just stunning. Oh, I was just stunned at the sets and the lighting, and just uh, oh, to see it all come together was just uh, amazing. And you know we can't. Uh, we can't wait to see what the future holds. And and you've worked with Sean Pierce a lot, but John yeah. Schneider. Have you ever worked with John Schneider before? Well, he had he had uh, been on a, on a Hope uh, production, and we we were talking about Hope there on the stage backstage. Yeah, while we were they were filming this, you know. So he he you know our our paths had crossed uh, out in Hollywood, but it was you know fabulous to. Uh, uh, to spend time with him, and you know, I uh, get to meet him and and officially uh, spend time, and to have him, uh, you know, up there saying your words. I mean, my goodness, uh, I just love that when you when you uh, get to get to be there and and see the actors saying the words that you thought up at three o'clock in the morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how difficult was it? Life. How difficult was it to put a, a trilogy of extremely well known books? into one screenplay that that had to be really difficult wasn't it well you had to uh i, I took the books and and I, I read them and then dog-eared pages and circled scenes and and character traits and all, all the things you know i went through all three books and 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 to see what could what we could use up on stage because you're taking three books and then you're condensing it into a three-hour musical and it just um you know, it's you have to be selective, and you have to uh, uh, know which ones are going to work on stage in in a visual right. uh, a medium, and then and then which which might might not work. You know, it works in a book, but it 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 may not sure. need to finish t- telling the story. We only needed enough to tell the story, and so uh, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a, a definite challenge, but it, I, I love these kind of challenges. I I just love to you know get to Put yourself in a box, you know, in a corner, and um, and then you have to write your way out of it. So yeah, well, it's yeah. the confession. It's coming to movie theaters all across America, including here in Central Ohio, on February twentieth. Make sure you don't miss it. Sean DePierce, John Schneider, the screenplay by my guest Martha Bolton. From the books by Beverly Lewis, it's going to be an incredible event, and you just can't miss it. Uh, Martha, Joy, and I cannot wait to see it. Uh, (laughs) Our time's just going so fast, and I just have to ask you about Kyle. Uh, Joy and I pray every night for Kyle, and uh, would you share with our listeners what Kyle is going through, and how we can pray for all of you, your family. Well, thank you so much, and and I so appreciate your prayers. You're you're always texting me and reminding me that you're praying, and I just I love that. Well, Kyle is our grandson, and just before his high school graduation, and his um, uh, he wanted to join the military, so his dream had always been that. And just before then, he uh, came down with a kidney disease, and within, I believe it was four months, four to five months, he had total kidney failure, 
and had to go on to dialysis, mm-hmm. which he has been on now. Uh, now it's been, I think we're in our fifth year of dialysis. Well, in the middle of the dialysis and, and you know, these years, uh, they discovered that he also had hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is a very serious heart condition. So he had open heart surgery for that. And, and he's been, I don't know how many surgeries he's already had, but just with infections in the dialysis port and all sorts of things. So this has been a journey for him, not, not one that he planned at all. Sure. He had a total, totally different uh, path in mind. But then, you know, we've been getting through it. We've been waiting for the um, kidney transplant. And uh, last November, uh, just before Thanksgiving, and he uh, was at the ER and went into cardiac arrest no. in the ER. And uh, the doctors performed uh, performed CPR on him, and for 30 minutes he was without a heartbeat. Mm. So it was like the Lamar yeah. Hamlin right, uh, story. Right. And uh, 30 minutes without a heartbeat, and they called the family in and told us that he uh, had really no chance to survive and and even if he did, he had been 30 minutes without a heartbeat, and he would have most likely brain damage and would probably need 24-hour dialysis. And it was a hopeless, hopeless picture. And then our, our, we had three pastors that came to the hospital, and when they were in that meeting, and then they went out into the hallway and got down on their knees and prayed. And uh, then uh, later that later, they called us in again and said, no, really, we're taught, you know, they went over it again, that there was no hope, mm-hmm. and that, I, that the the lead doctor that was talking said, I'm not saying he's got days, he's got hours. Yeah. And we went home, and uh, his father stayed at the hospital with him, and we were just all devastated. It was like a kick in the gut. We didn't, uh, it was just... Martha, not, Martha you know you know the nature of radio. I've got a hard break at the bottom of the hour yeah. coming up in about twenty seconds. Can I hold you over for just one more segment? I don't know what oh, you're absolutely all right. Yeah. I would love yeah. to do that because I want my listeners to hear this miraculous okay. story and get to know you a little better as well. All right, Martha Bolton will be uh, hanging on, and you've you've got to hear the rest of that story, but we do have to take a break. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.